Welcome to the Organized Holistically podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. So today we are talking all about your financial ecosystem. And truth be told, this episode is really a lead in into our live webinar that is going to be held on April 24th, 2022. So if you're listening to this after that date, no worries. The replay is available in the vault. Um, But I really wanted to give you a little bit of prep work in order um, for you to be well in advance of our webinar and you can just hit the ground running. Um, so we are going to talk about some of the key things you need to think about as it relates to your financial ecosystem. Now, I will give you a disclaimer. I am not an accountant. Um, so I am giving you information based on my experiences and and my understandings, right? Um, and just really my experience in my business and in helping others in theirs. Uh, But every decision that you make in relation to your business and or your financial ecosystem is your decision to make. So if you are questioning what I'm I'm saying here, do your research, talk to your accountant. Um, But I just need to give you that disclaimer before we go forward. Now, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about nine of the key areas of your financial ecosystem and what you need to understand and have available as you go into creating your budget and why I'm really giving you the understanding or the reasoning behind some of these things and why they're important, okay? Um, So we're gonna jump right in. The very first thing that you want to obviously understand is what are the entry points of your income? And a lot of times what people think about when they think about their income is what's coming into their bank account. Their focus is on their bank account. And the truth is, yes, that's a very important you know, entity. That's a very important thing to, to focus on. However, that is not the true picture. That's not the only picture. So we need to have a holistic view of our income. And where I see people missing the mark here is that they don't truly um, count or track their cash payments or their payments coming in from payment processors. And the reason this is important is because there are a lot of um, extras, right, that happen when you utilize these environments. So obviously cash, if you're receiving cash payments, it's easy for you to spend that without putting it into your bank account. So if you're doing that and you're just basing your income and what is happening on what is showing in your bank account, then you're missing some of your payments. You're missing some of that income that has come in. You just didn't apply it. Okay. Um, So that's one of the kind of leaks or gaps that we often have in our financial ecosystem. Um, When we're working with point of sale systems. And so point of sale systems are your payment processors, the, the, the way that money comes in from your clients or your customers. So we think of Stripe or PayPal or Square. 
Cash App, you know, all these different entities where money can come into your account or come to you is a source of income. You need to track those. And I'm going to get into a little bit more detail on that in a minute. But there are some things that you need to be aware of when you are using these systems and tracking the income from them. So that's the first kind of checkbox is what are my entry points of my income? The second, obviously, is that you want to track your exit points as well. How is money leaving your business? How, you know, how are you paying for the expenses that you have um, in your business? Oftentimes I see that people realize that money's going out. They're looking again at their bank account and just saying, oh, there's money there. I have some money to spend when that's not necessarily the case, especially if you have automatic payments coming out or um, if, if you have multiple people in your business where, or multiple people who can spend from your account, right? Other than yourself, then somebody else may have spent money that you were banking on to spend on something else. So there's many different reasons why you want to make sure that you are not only tracking it on a regular basis, right? But that you have this broken down in a way that you can truly analyze and understand where is your money going and how are you spending it? Uh, which of of course, leads me to categorizing your income types and categorizing your expense types. And these are kind of two different buckets. Okay, so let's take income first. You want to know the different types of income you have coming into your business so that you can kind of know what is working and what's not working that you're doing, right? So if you if you have put all of your focus on selling this e-course, right? And let's say you're like me. So I have e-courses. I have many different ways in which I make money. And we'll talk about that in a second. But let's say that I put a whole bunch of effort into selling uh, memberships, right? My vault memberships, which is my e-courses, my on-demand learning. But then that's my normal mode of operandi. But then maybe for March or for April, I really wanted to focus on speaking engagements. And I put a lot of effort into that. And I want to know, did this pan out? Did the time and the effort I put into that really make sense for the overall ecosystem of my, of my business, right? And so being able to analyze where did the money come from? I made a lot of money, but did it come from my efforts previously of really trying to sell the vault membership or did it come from my speaking engagements where it was a much bigger ticket item um but less time right so this will help you really you know compare apples to apples oranges to oranges and really look at where is the money coming in how is it coming in how much effort did it take me to produce for that that amount of money that's coming in and so then you can determine should i do some more of this or should i do more of that okay um so for me my i have four different four is it four let's just go through it so i have my e-learning, right? The vault membership is a big piece. I have not only the vault membership, but also one-on-one courses. So courses, right? The course sales is a way that money comes in. So that's one. I have one-on-one coaching. So uh, that is another method in which people just pay me directly for me to coach them um, individually instead of in a group. Um, I have speaking engagements where money can come in. Okay. I have invoice structures where people, and, and it's still the same one-on-one. The difference is 
is when someone is booking me from my calendar, right? They're paying through my payment processor and I'm immediately getting paid that way. Whereas I have a couple of clients that really prefer to be invoiced or to send a check, right? And so then that although it's coming in, it's still coming in and it's still from one-on-one, it's coming in in a different format. So although that's not a different type, right? As far as my categorization, it is a different method by which payments are being received. So I wanted to make that distinction a little bit. And then I have partnerships where I'm getting a percentage of whatever is being sold. So sometimes I do partnerships with my courses where someone else is putting it in a bundle or putting it in um, on their platform and I get a percentage of all those sales, right? And so there's, there's more than a financial gain from that. There are, um, <clears throat> excuse me, email addresses that, you know, connections that I'm making with potential clients from them, you know, purchasing that from the vendor, I'm getting a percentage of the payments plus email addresses. So that's a different thing that I need to track, right? Of, okay, there was this um, campaign that happened. And although it's not a financial means from a standpoint of, you know, yes, I got a percentage, but the bigger, the bigger um, benefit of that is I have made a connection with someone I've gotten their email address. So initially there's no dollar sign again, you know, to use with that. However, I still want to track that in my financial ecosystem, because in the end, I want to look and say, okay, this was something that I did. I gained, let's say, 200 contacts out of that endeavor, right? And out of those 200 contacts, they went on to sign up for the vault membership. Let's say 40 or 50 of those people went on to sign up for the vault membership. So what's more beneficial for me to do, to do partnerships from that perspective where I already know the leads have been identified and, and they have, they're warm, or do I pay for an ad on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case may be, right? What makes more sense for me as a business uh, for me to do? And so those are some things from an analysis standpoint that you can do as you begin to apply the categories and break your, your investments, not your investments, your income and your expenses down, okay? I went too far on that, but hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Okay, so we're categorizing our income, we're categorizing our expenses, and the same mold or the same reasoning applies is that you want to make sure that you understand where is your money going. It's going out, and there may be a reason why it's going out, and it may be important, but you need to know, am I paying too much for this? Is there really a return on investment on me paying for that? You know, I do a lot of this analysis when it comes to evaluating systems that you're using. There are so many systems that are free or a very nominal fee um, for you to utilize as a small business owner. Uh, and the goal of those companies, why they're offering it for free is their hope is that you, you build your whole ecosystem on their environment and that it can grow with you, right? So as you continue to grow, you will continue to use them and therefore you become a full-time customer or a full-fledged customer of theirs and you'll continue to utilize them. That's why these companies are offering the free versions for you to use them. So it doesn't mean that they're any less of a company or that their, their product isn't as good as a paid product. It just means that they're willing to invest, right, in you and your business 
with the hopes that you will continue that relationship as your business grows. So what I find is a lot of times we're spending money in the wrong places. We're spending money on the wrong things when another tool or another system can truly handle what it is that we need to be done. Um, and so that money can then be repurposed into an area that is much more um, economic, well, is much more important for your overall economics, right? And um, can be better utilized for what it is that you're trying to do in your business. So categorizing these expenses is very important from an analysis standpoint. It is also very important for your taxes, uh, being able to quickly and easily say, here are my, here's what I spent on supplies this year and plugging that into your taxes in the supply category, right? So when you went and some of you all don't do your own taxes and again, nothing wrong with that to each its own, but under your, even if you use an accountant, you should get a list of expenditures or uh, categories that your accountant has used for you um, based on what you provided to them, okay? Or categories in which you can take uh, deductions on or that you can claim. And that way you can um, make sure that your expenditures are falling into one of these categories or that you're categorizing it properly. Um, and again, we're gonna go deeper into this and how you can do this um, easily. Uh, during our training on the 24th, but I just want to let you know, like these are some things that you can go ahead and ask your accountant for. Go ahead and look in, in your, um, on your, your documentation and see what categories did they use when they filed your return. All right, um, flagging any items that also have a fee is really important as well. So what I mean by this is, okay, if you use a payment processor like Stripe or PayPal, um, they charge a processing fee, okay? And it's usually any third-party system that is taking money on your behalf. Let's kind of use it that way. They'll take a fee, a portion of your money to say, hey, you're paying us for doing this work for you, right? There's nothing wrong with that. It's pretty standard. So you want to make sure that you're flagging those or you're identifying those fees because those fees um, you want to have a bucket, like what did you pay towards processors and it, can I deduct this, right? Is this in a category in which I can deduct? Um, and it is also a way, again, from an analysis standpoint for you to say, okay, I'm paying this much over here and this much over here. Maybe I need to consider just taking one of these payment processes and no longer taking both, right? Um, so that's something that you can kind of think about. Um, but being able to flag those and extract that out. So what I often see when I'm working with, with new business owners is that let's say that their product's $25 and they, you know, I'm like, well, how much were you able to make? Did you make a lot of money with your sale or whatever it is we're analyzing? Oh yeah, I did great. Oh yeah, it was a great event. You know, and it's kind of overarching just the assumption that you did well. And what happens is, Although your product costs $25, they didn't account for their fees, the processing fees. They didn't account for their sales tax. And so that $25 product really wasn't, they didn't really make $25. Let's say they really made $23.25, right? And I'm just throwing these numbers out there, just making it up so that you can understand. It's not the full $25. And so when, when you are breaking that down in your accounting ecosystem, you want to know, 
oh, well, why isn't it $25? Where'd the, ex, where'd the other money go? Oh, this went to sales tax, right? Because I baked that into the price or I didn't, maybe you didn't bake it in because again, this is a decision point. Maybe you didn't add it to the price of your product. Maybe you said, okay, I'm going to um, just eat the sales tax and pay that myself. I don't want to pass that on to my client, right? So from that standpoint, you need to track how much, sales tax you owe, right? So in the end, you can say, okay, this is the amount I owe. Let me pay my sales tax to the state or to the government, whomever you, well, sales tax is oftentimes your, your state, right? So you want to make sure that you're tracking that and you're paying it appropriately, okay? All right. So um, when you are flagging those items, we are breaking it down again into the categories. So you've got your sales tax category, you've got your processing fee category, a way for you to identify how much your, what is the bucket and is the bucket equaling what it's supposed to equal when you do all the analysis and breaking everything down. Um, then you want to um, subtract, of course, your expenses from your income so that you can see what your true profit is. So, um, you know, again, we're not doing this overarching, I made a, a lot of money, right? Explanation or yeah, I did great. And we haven't done the analysis because what, what I'm finding, right? When I'm working with you guys is that we don't have a true picture into what is really happening. And so we're making assumptions um, or just saying it felt good. I sold out at the event or at, you know, I sold out all my stock and I'm really doing well in my business. But then when you really crunch the numbers, you realize that you're in the red. And what I mean by in the red, in the red means that you've lost money, right? The red alert, alert. <laughs> okay. And black means you're making money. You're either breaking even or making money. You're making a profit in your business. As a business owner, you always want to be in the black, okay? So if you're finding that once you subtract your expenses from your income, that you are either A, in the red, or B, breaking even or really close to breaking even, then you may want to look at your pricing structure. You may want to look at um, your expenses. How much am I paying? Where can I cut some expenses so that I make more of a profit, right? Is it necessary for me to pay this amount for a scheduling tool or this amount for, you know, my mailing environment uh, right now? Maybe later down the line, you can make more money, which justifies that expense. But for right now, where you are is not justified and we need to look at some less expensive options, okay? So that in a nutshell is what we will, we're gonna go deeper into all of this. I'm gonna show you how to track um, you, all of this, right? How to break it down in a very easy way. And it can't, this breakdown that I'm giving you can be applied to both your business and your personal life. Truthfully, when I went through my financial world uh, and drama, right? Years ago, as an individual, I use this same concept, but I did it for my personal life, right? And, and was able to not only get out of debt using this same concept, 
but also was able to save up, right? You know, planning ahead of what is it that I want to do? What is my strategic goal, my strategic plan? You know, a year down the line, two years down the line, I was able to plan that so that I was able to buy a house as a young adult, right? And so that's where I want to get you, not only in your personal life of being able to, you know, really plan out what you and your family do financially, but also from a business standpoint of understanding where is your money going? What are you doing and why are you doing it? And does it make sense for what it is that you're trying to achieve? So we're going to go over a lot of that during our session on the 24th. Uh, definitely make sure that you pre-register and that you show up because it is absolutely free. And um, as long as you're live, you, you are able to get in absolutely free. If you can't join at the date and time that it is you know, it is set up. You can always join Organized Academy for $25 a month. Um, cancel at any time. So theoretically, you pay $25 for that one month. You take the replay. You get everything that's in Organized Academy. So whatever you can take during that month's period of time, you can take it and you can cancel your membership. But of course, I would love for you to continue to be a member and take advantage of all the content that is available to you all of the group coaching and the support that you receive in Organized Academy Vault um, for the $25 a month price tag. So I hope you found this helpful. Um, as always, uh, I look forward to talking to you on the flip side on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, and I look forward to you becoming a Vault member if you so choose. Until our next episode, I hope you have a great day and I want you to stay happy and stay organized. Talk to you soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Learn more today and become a member by visiting organizedacademy.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.